0: Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, January 31st, 2020, and the last day of the month of January and of, of course, the first month of the new decade, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we, of course, welcome you to episode number 787 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network, right here, of course, on Talkshoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WS, WS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. As we said, to we'll talk about our favorite subject of, subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared Duralmo. JD the 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on talkshoe.com. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, with the human suplex machine John Bros taking the night off tonight. I'll be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for the for the day. Today we got some interesting stuff to talk about in the history. We'll bring out here to you momentarily. But first, before we get to the rest of tonight's itinerary welcome, J.D., to what should be a big, big time here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, of episode 787 of Revolution. Are you elite?
1: Are you ready? Those are the questions we will ask tonight.
0: Indeed we will. Thank you there, J.D. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight comes to us from our group, of course, started by one of our, of course, <coughs> Veteran d- members of WCWS, of course, our resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. It is, of course, the group known as Wrestling Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. If you care to join us for our live video feed for Revolution Episode 787 tonight, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wrestling done right. Remember, the word right is spelled W-R-I-G-H-T. And if you care to join us through TalkShoe.com, the phone number, as always, is one six zero five five six two zero four four four. 605 Caller ID 138055 pound and magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, which will include, of course, in addition to our news reviews and, and history and birthdays, of course, we will, of course, go to the Ice Man for, of course, his thoughts about, of course, uh, NXT and AEW from this past Wednesday night. And also, of course, we hope to hear uh, from both the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as well as, of course, Danny from Oak Park as they give their calls about everything that's happened here in the world of wrestling here this past week. Everything from from last Saturday's NXT uh, World's Collide event to the Royal Rumble this past Sunday. Of course, Raw, AEW, NXT, of course, what's going on with SmackDown and everything else in between. Of course, we hope to hear from, hear, hear from them on those respects. Plus, also some other wrestling talk here, discussion we'll have here, of course, momentarily. We hope to have more, more folks pop on here within the next, next, of course, uh, <clears throat> close to hour and a half right here of 787 of Revolution. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here as we get started with our wrestling news and news share segment. Brought to us, of course, as always, by our 2017 Hall of Fame tag team, King Ice. Now coming in with it is the Iceman himself, J.D., Jared Geramo. J.D., what's going on here with the Wrestling News? See you see me.
1: On 205 Live tonight, we will see Angel Garza take on Prince Pretty himself, the gorgeous one, Tyler Breeze. Danny Burch will take on the Brian Kendrick. And Joaquin Wild will take on Raul Mendoza. Meanwhile, however, on SmackDown, however, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, we will have Roman Reigns and the Usos team up to take on King Corbin, Robert Rood and Dolph Ziggler, King Coxstein Corbin, the bald-headed, vest-wearing, Lex Luthor, wannabe bartender, wedding singer, wannabe. The loser is forced to eat dog food. Shinsuke Nakamura will take on Braun Strowman for the IC title, and you know Shin. He'll probably have Sami Zayn and Cesaro in his corner. And we will have a fatal four-way shot for the tag team titles in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the POK Center, which the Miz and John Morris will take on. Otis and Tucker taking on Dash and Dawson, taking on the Lucha House Party. The loser, winner of that team, will face the New Day at uh, the Super Showdown coming up in February in Saudi Arabia. We can tell you right now how that Ms. and Morrison have now qualified for that and earlier tonight how Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross took on fire and ice Mandy and Sonia Meanwhile, speaking of the revival, according to Brian Alvarez and the Wrestling Observer Live, the revival asked for their release again a week ago. The release was not granted. Alvarez noted, quote, they desperately want out. The revival reportedly requested their release in January of last year, but were turned down. They were reportedly offered five-year deals worth $500,000 per year in May of this past last year, but did not sign. Their contracts reportedly expire in April, but WWE added ten weeks to Dash Waters deal due to the injury time missed. Now, according to the latest report tonight, however, the revival. Survival turned down a very serious offer to stay with WWE. Bodyslam.net reports that WWE offered the Scott Dawson and Dash Water more than the $700,000 a year that the club accepted, but they turned it down. According to the site, Dawson Water, quote, just ready to go. Dawson's contract is up in April, while Water's will be up in June, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, on the latest after the bell, Santino Morella discussed his appearance at the World Rumble, working through illness to appear. Santino came out as his female gimmick Santina before he. Having a comedy spell with Seth Phoenix in Natalia this past Sunday before eliminating himself. Santino talked with Corey Graves, how, are, along with Wander Rousey, about how he worked the show Sick Hour on Sunday, however, just before his appearance, and said the following. The thing is, I got sick like two days before the Rumble, I started feeling coming on. And the day before, I had like a 15-hour day. I was coaching a judo tournament, and then we came back and we had one of our shows at Battle Arts. It's called the Battle Rumble, a tribute to the Royal Rumble. I went home four hours of sleep, so when I got up to come to Houston, because I flew in, On Sunday, however, I was not feeling well at all, and I just had to gut it out. So seeing all your friends and definitely everything definitely picks up your spirits, but it was just a blank kind of rough day, however, if you ask me. In addition to that, however, early reports say that Ronda Rousey will probably not be appearing at WrestleMania, believe it or not. According to reports, however, there has been talk, however, that Charlotte Flair could be showing up at NXT, however, next Friday, or excuse me, Wednesday night, however, to set up the match with her and Rhea Ripley, or possibly two weeks on Sunday in Portland, however, following the Bianca Belair-Rhea uh, Ripley match to set up the match between her and Rhea, possibly at WrestleMania. Meanwhile, Bret Hart has revealed that he's been diagnosed with a rare form of skin cancer. The WWE Hall of Fair posted to Instagram today that he's been diagnosed with basal cell carcinoma, BCC, and is scheduled to get it removed soon. SkinCancer.com says that the BCC is the most frequently occurring in the form of all kinds, with 4 million cases diagnosed each year. The site notes, and you can see the post below, is the following. Because BCCs grow slowly, most are curable and cause minimal damage when caught and treated early. Understanding understand the causes, risk factors, and warning signs can help you detect them early, when they're easiest to treat and cure. They're only life-threatening in rare circumstances. So our thoughts and prayers are with the hitman, to say the least. Meanwhile, WWE stock opened at a much lower number this morning, however, than it closed at last night, however, mind you. Following the news that co-president George Barrios and Michelle Wilson, after a decade, were was terminating, leaving the company. Last night's stock closed at 62.31 on 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, slightly up from opening at 61.07. Due to during after-hours trading, it began to plummet due to the announcement of the news. It was down to 58 dollars by 4:40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then 49 dollars at 5:15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then the lowest point of 47.70 at 6:55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, five minutes to seven. Eastern Time, 4 o'clock, West Coast Time. That was a 23.4% drop in less than three hours. Of course, it was worse this morning as the market opened at 45.31, a 27.28% drop from what it was when the market closed on Thursday. It's the lowest that the WW stock has been on, on since May 11th of 2018 when it was at 43.51. Uh, meanwhile, however, more Ranullo recently, however, had a chance to do an interview, however, and talked about the Corey Graves incident calling it a blessing in disguise as TSN1040, however, recently interviewed him. During the interview, he was asked about the Corey Graves' public criticism on Twitter during the NXT TakeOver broadcast during Survivor Series weekend, however, and here's what he said about it. It was a blessing in disguise. I have nothing really to say about Corey Graves or anyone else in my professional existence yeah. in the same that everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Everyone is able to critique everyone the way they would. I would never do something like that to a coworker, but that has been addressed. And if anything, I publicly thank him because he was the star that broke the peripheral back in terms of my social media activity. And I will say here and now I've deactivated all my social media since November, and I implore everyone, especially those with mental health issues, to do the same. Uh, finally, however, I do believe we do have one more news and note item to report here. We can tell you that Braun Strowman just won moments ago and is the new Intercontinental Champion, ending Shinsuke Nakamura's reign as IC Champion.
0: Thank you very much, there. Of course, JD. Of course, congratulations in order to the monster among men. Of course, picking up a, I do believe if I'm not mistaken, JD, his first his first belt. Yes, that's something. Thank you very much. Uh, of course, picking up as JD and I'll said. Be right yeah, back. All right, JD, thank you very much. Picking up the icy title over Nakamura just a little while ago here on SmackDown. Uh, so, congratulations, of course, to the monster among Men here tonight. And, of course, uh, JD, along with King and W.O. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Blue and Duct Tape cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as, as we said, of course, he was the machine, John Gross, taking the night off here tonight. So, I'll be taking care of your rest on history and birthdays here for today, the last day of January the 31st. It. Last day, like I said, January the 31st. Here we go. Uh, 22 years ago today, we put it at 1998. We had a couple events here take place. First off. WCW presented the audio paper listen event called Boston Brawl from the Fleet Center in Boston, Massachusetts. And here are the matches that took place here: Goldberg defeated Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Booker T defeated Mike Rotunda to retain the WCW World TV title. Chris Jericho defeated Dean Malenko to retain the Cruiserweight title. Steve McMichael defeated Greg Valentine. The Steiner Brothers defeated Raven, Raven and Perry Saturn to retain the WCW World Tag Team titles. Chris Benoit defeated Eddie Guerrero, Bret Hart defeated Rick Flair, DDP, Lex Luger, and Larry Zabisco defeated the NWO in the form of Randy Savage, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall, and Sting defeated Hollywood Hogan in a steel cage match. Also, like we said, 1998, ECW presented Hostile City Showdown 98 on the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. Selected matches from the show would air on the February 2nd and February 9th episodes of ECW Hardcore TV. Here are the matches that took place at this event. Chris Chietti and Jerry Lynn defeated the Full Blooded Italians, Little Guido, and Tracy Smothers. RVD and Sabu defeated Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney by DQ. Spike Dudley defeated Grand Now, Naniwa. Naniwa. Oh, crap. N-A-N-I-W-A, my apologies if I mispronounce that name. Justin Incredible defeated Grand Hamada. The Triple Threat, Shane Douglas, Chris Candido, and Lance Storm fought Bam Bam Bigelow and Taz to a no contest. Al Snow, the pin, dug furnace. In a four-way dance, RVD and Sabu defeated the Dudley Boys in the form of Bubba Ray and Devon, the Gangstonators, Kronos and New Jack, and the team of, the, of Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Uh, 18 years ago today, <clears throat> let's see, uh, let's see, 19, let's see, uh, th- 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 forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, while we, why I tried to determine what, uh, uh, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, while we tried to, while I uh, to determine, let me, see here. Uh, let me see here, let's see, what, what did we say, uh, twenty. Let's see, twenty-one. Let's see. Yes. Sir. So, uh, oh, sir, I won't say that is that's. that's right. Nineteen ninety-nine. Shoei Baba, best known to wrestling fans as as wrestling fans as the legendary giant Baba, sadly died of cancer in Tokyo, Japan. He was sixty-one years old. Born January twenty-third, nineteen thirty-eight, in Sango. Niigata, Japan, Baba spent his early adulthood mostly in the minor league system for the Yoramiri Giants, signing with them at age 17. He only appeared in three games with the Giants and did not win once. While he was with the Giants, Japanese wrestling association owner and founder Mitsuhiro Momota, also known as Ricky Dozan, began looking for a successor to his throne. In April of 1960, Baba trained in Ricky Dozan's dojo, Six months later, he and his training partner, Kanji Inoki, renamed later Antonio Inoki, had their professional debuts. Baba won, Inoki lost. In the early 1960s, Baba took on Buddy Rogers to the NWA World title, but lost. He also lost to Bruno San Martino for the WWF title in 1963. From 1967 to 1971, the training partners won the NWA International Tag Team titles four times, a record he would surpass with another partner, the late Jimbo Saruta. With the Japanese Wrestling Association in decline, the two training partners would form competing organizations. Noki would form New Japan Pro Wrestling, while Baba founded All Japan Pro Wrestling. With the support of Nippon TV, All Japan became the official Japanese promotion of the NWA, and and the NWA would enjoy unprecedented business in the country. Baba would go on to hold the NWA World Heavyweight title three times, but never for long on any occasion. While his popularity was comparable to Hulk Hogan's, of the mid to late 1980s giant baba would phase himself out to give a focus to the next generation of talent including jumbo saruta and tenryu under the guidance of baba all japan in the early and mid 1990s would be in their critical in terms of match quality and financial peak as they sold out tokyo shows on a regular basis in fact they had a sellout run of over 250 shows in a row their budokan hall events would sell out as soon as take on sale with many of their top stars leaving for super world of sports a new crop of talent would emerge on his watch, including Kenta Kobayashi, Akira Taui, and Toshiaki Kawada. Two of Baba's Baba's more controversial controversial decisions paid off in the long run, unmasking Tiger Mask II and having Mitsuharu Misawa defeat Jumbo Saruta and Budokan Hall in June of 1990. The win for Misawa made him an instant main eventer. All Japan under Giant Baba finally ran a Tokyo under, ran a Tokyo Dome show in 1998. Though the company was a few years past its prime, they still managed a crowd of over 58,000 fans. Baba began his final comeback in 1994 when he and longtime rival Stan Hansen teamed for the World's Strongest Tag Determination League A round Robin Tag Team Tournament summoned to the G1 Climax. Reaching the finals before losing to Masawa and Kobayashi, he wrestled for the final time in December 1998 as a part of a six-man tag team match. The last match he watched was just nine days before his death when Toshiaki Kawada defeated Mitsuhara Masawa for the All Japan Triple Crown title, Baba, who was regarded as the most honest promoter in the business for keeping his word on handshake re- agreements rather than signed contracts, was one of our premier men in Puracao history. He's garnered numerous awards from Tokyo Sports, including Match of the Year, four consecutive years from 1979 to 1982, twice Wrestler of the Year, and three time Tag Team of the Year winner. He was also a five-time Wrestling Observer Newsletter Award winner for Best Promoter between 1990 to 90, 1994, three-time winner for Best Booker between 1989 and 1991, and as <coughs> me, a member of the publication's inaugural Hall of Fame class in 1996, and was posthumously inducted into the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2008. 20 years ago today, we put it at the year 2000, on Rawls' war from J.D.'s neck of the woods at Pittsburgh, Former WCW champions Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, and Dean Malenko all made their company debuts running in during a tag team match between the New Age Outlaws and Head Cheese, who of course was Al Snow and Steve Blattman. Jim Ross dubbed the foursome as radicals, giving birth to the stable's name. The foursome, along with Conan, Billy Kidman, and Shane Douglas, all requested their release of WCW if Kevin Sutherland was to remain as the company's head booker the Friday before sold out. Conan, Kidman, and Douglas eventually backed off their threat. Conan and Douglas, probably due to their past issues with the WWF. But to facilitate the group, Benoit was booked to win the WCW world title. When the remaining four arrived at Nitro that Monday, Guerrero, Saturn, and Malenko were informed they were being sent home for their part in the mutiny. Benoit found out about the meeting and decided that if they were leaving, so was he. Even though Bush told Benoit he would remain WCW world champion, Chris stuck to his guns. And let the tide about with Nick Patrick on the way out. Also on the undercard, Hervina, who was Harvey Whippleman in drag, defeated the Cat in a lumberjack match to win the WWF Women's Title. He's the only male wrestler to ever win that title. And also in the show's main event, The Rock defeated Kurt Angle. This was Angle's first pinball loss in the WWF. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see, ten is it? Yeah, ten years ago today. Put it at the year 2010. WB presented the Royal Rumble from the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. 16,697 were in attendance, with 462,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The show is noted for the unadvertised return of Edge. He had been out the last five months with a shoulder injury. Here is, of course, the matches that took place here. In a pre-show dark match, Kelly, Kelly, Gail Kim, Eve Torres of the Bella Twins defeated Alicia Fox, Natalia, Maurice, Jillian, and Katie Lee Burchill. Christian defeated Ezekiel Jackson to retain the ECW title. This is the last time the championship is defended on pay-per-view. It would be deactivated when the ECW brand folds the next month. The Miz defeated MVP to retain the U.S. title. Sheamus defeats Randy Orton by DQ to retain the WWE title. Mickey James defeated Michelle McCool in just 20 seconds to win the WWE women's title. The Undertaker defeated Rey Mysterio to retain the World Heavyweight Title, and Edge last eliminated John Cena to win the Royal Rumble match and a championship match of his choosing at WrestleMania 26. Here are, of course, the participants in the 2010 Royal Rumble match. Uh, now, we're, all we're going to read, of course, is, of course, the entrance and who and who eliminated the said entrance. Uh, number one is Dolph Ziggler, and number two was Evan Bourne. Both was eliminated by CM Punk. Number three was CM Punk. He was eliminated by Triple H. Number four was JTG. He was also eliminated by CM Punk. Number five was Great Kylie. He was eliminated by Beth Phoenix. Number six was Beth Phoenix. She was eliminated by CM Punk. Number seven was Zack Ryder, also by CM Punk. He was also eliminated by CM Punk. Number eight, Triple H was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number nine, Drew McIntyre was eliminated by both Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Number 10, Ted DiBiase was eliminated by Shawn Michaels, as was number 11, John Morrison. Number 12, Kane was eliminated by Triple H. Uh, number 13, Cody Rhodes was eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 14, MVP eliminated himself. Number 15, Carlito eliminated by Shawn Michaels. Number 16, The Miz eliminated by MVP. Number 17, Matt Hardy was eliminated by Kane. Number 18, Shawn Michaels was eliminated by Batista. Number 19, John Cena was eliminated by Edge. Number 20, Shelton Benjamin. And number 21, Yoshitoshi were both eliminated by Cena. Uh, number 22, Big Show. Number 23, Mark Henry was eliminated by, by out of all people, R-Truth. Number 24, uh, Chris Masters was eliminated by Big Show. Number 25, th- number 25, R-Truth. And number 26, Jack Swagger were both eliminated by Kofi Kingston. Number 27, Kofi Kingston was eliminated by Cena. Number 28, Jericho was eliminated by Edge. Number 29, Edge won the Rumble. And number 30, Batista was eliminated by John Cena. Here are some, note, some notes right here. Edge joins John Cena from 2008, Triple H from 2002, and Stone Cold Steve Austin from 2001 as men who have won the Royal Rumble within six months of returning from a career threatening injury. Speaking of Edge, his 7 minutes 19 seconds of in ring time is the shortest of any Royal Rumble winner. At 7 seconds of in ring time, MVP spent less time in a Royal Rumble match while recording an elimination than anyone in the history of the match. Uh, let me see here. Okay. Five years ago today, we put it at 2015, at an impact taping in London, England, Kurt Angle defeated Bobby Lashley by submission to win the TNA World Heavyweight title. Four years ago today, which put it at 2016, at an impact taping in Birmingham, England, Beer Money, James Storm, and Bobby Roode defeated the Wolves, Eddie Edwards, and Davy Richards to win the TNA World Tag Team Finals. In the show's main event, Bobby Lashley defeated Kurt, Kurt Angle. Did, uh, even though did this, not, this did not air till March the 8th, it would serve as Kurt Angle's likely final match in TNA, debuting the Great Fanfare in 2006. Angle would go on to be the promotion's greatest WWE import, win the TNA World Heavyweight Title six times, their Tag Titles twice, once with each with Sting and AJ Styles, and the X Division Title one time. For a brief period in 2007, Angle held all of TNA's championships and the IGF version of the IWGP Heavyweight Title at the same time. He is the only—he's only—he's also only one of two men to win one of TNA signature matches the king of the mountain match more than once. He won it twice. Only Jeff Jarrett has won it more times with three times. In 2013, he was inducted into the TNA Hall of Fame after spending the last year on the independent circuit. Of course, he he of course would go on to rejoin the WWE when he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame of course. <coughs> in, in, let's see let's see. In, um, let's see in uh let's see And uh, I believe it was, let's see, see, Kurt Angle was inducted into the Hall of Fame, what, was it two years ago?
1: Yes, I believe so.
0: Okay. Yeah, so so two years ago, uh, Kurt Angle was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, Four years ago today, also 2016, Lucha Underground taped the second and third parts of Ultima Lucha Dos the temple in los angeles california airing july 6th and 13th respectively the two parts served as the final episodes of lucha underground second season part two was like this in a pre-show dark match cage won a 15-man battle royal other participants were captain de la cruz chavo jr cortez castro jr cortez castro dr wagner jr joey ryan cobra moon mascarita sagrada Mr. Cisco, Pippinella Escalada, Ricky Mandel, Son of Havoc, Texcano, The Mac, and Vinnie Masario. Sexy Star last mm-hmm. eliminated Marty Martinez by submission in a seven-person elimination match for the Lucha Underground Gift of the Gods Championship. The win gave Sexy Star the right to trade it in for a Lucha Underground Championship match, provided that she gave a week's notice. Other participants in the match were Daga, El Sinestro de la Muerte, Killshot, Mariposa, and Nightclaw, and Neil Moretes defeated King Cuerno in a death match. Part three, Aerostar, Drago, and Phoenix defeated Jack Evans, Johnny Mundo, and PJ Black to win the Lucha Underground Trios Championship. Uh, Dragon Azteca Jr. and Black Lotus fought to no contest. The monster Matsana Cueto defeated Pentagon Dark to retain the Lucha Underground Championship. Taya defeated Evelisse, Paul London defeated Delvar Divari, and Rey Mysterio defeated Prince Puma. Okay, now let's see, let me see here, let me see if we can find, uh, let me see, give me a second here, uh, yes, uh, okay, Give us, a, give us a pair of us for just a second here, folks, I'll be, of course, see if we can hunt down some wrestling birthdays here for the last day of January. Let's see. We have one birthday to report, one birthday to report today. Uh, there was two others yesterday. We you know we did mention, of course that yesterday was the birthday of raw women's champion becky lynch there was two others from yesterday let me go ahead and read those right fast uh yesterday would have been the 50 let's see yeah the 54th birthday of the late giant gonzalez and also yesterday would have been the that's right that's it and of course let's see uh uh let's see that yesterday today also was the uh 37th birthday of drake maverick or of course he was also known as rockstar's foot so that was that was yesterday's birthday. we have one birthday to report today as we wish a very very happy let me see here give me make sure i'm looking at this right uh happy 62nd birthday to Dave Finley, of course I believe that was Fit Finley, I think it was, right? Yes. Is that right? Okay. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so, Finley, happy 62nd birthday to you, and sir. Also some Here, other today
1: too. Happy 87th hey birthday to Mr. Cub himself, Ernie Banks. Happy 101st birthday to the first black man of baseball, Jackie Robinson. And happy 73rd birthday to one of the greatest pitchers of all time, Lynn Nolan Ryan.
0: Oh, yes. I remember. Oh. Well, and Ron, of course, one of, the great, one of the best baseball players Very ever. Very special. Recently. Happy two
1: other birthdays. One other person. Happy birthday to my cousin Dave, the brother of the franchise, Andy Gerolamo. My cousin Dave, who's celebrating a birthday day. And happy birthday to my friend Jim in Florida. Jim Lennon down oh. there in, near Florida. So he just moved to Florida a few years ago. But happy birthday, guys.
0: Absolutely. Happy birthday indeed here. And, of course, like I said, um, uh, to everyone here at wcws we do really appreciate that of course jd thank you very much here for the news and views and of course also i had also your rest of history and birthdays right here got you to take take care of that here tonight as we of course now go to 9 950, 51 pm eastern time on of course uh friday january 31st 2020 episode 787 of wws revolution 1605 562 caller id 138055 pound of course, you've got Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here, along with the Iceman, himself, J.D. Jerry DiGirolamo. Also, ladies and gentlemen do not forget. Of course, we have our we have, of course, our group uh, live video feed tonight coming in here. To, coming in here uh, from, of course, uh, Wrestling Done Right. As we said, of course, our group, of uh, course, started by our own uh, <clears throat> resident independent wrestler, Rhonda Rush Wright. I do see that we have several folks that have joined here, including, of course, our own human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, Also, of course, uh, uh, Mr. Darren Brown has joined us. Uh, Also, of course, a couple of nude faces here that have joined us here as well. Also, Uh, happy birthday
1: to who would have been 83 today, Suzanne Plachette, believe it or not. Who would
0: have been 83 today? Oh, okay. Thank you very much, O'Jeevee. Also, of course, we of course a couple more folks here. Of course, a part of wrestling done right. Of course, the style Stephen Kyle. Of course, is joined us here tonight, as well as of course Mister Justin Lewis Fleming, as well as of course our own Captain Dave Spieler, Of course, as you know, a WWS Hall of Famer and the master of course of his own wrestling podcast, and of course two of his groups. Of course, right here on Facebook, we do We do welcome them in. Yes, the Captain
1: Corner's video podcast, and also. Believe it or not, uh, like I said, we also have Captain Dave's Wrestling Network. Be sure to check it out, and tell them JD the Iceman sent you as well. Oh,
0: absolutely, oh absolutely, thank you very much, And, of course, JD. And I do believe, speaking of, of course, joining us on the show tonight, I do, I do believe that we do have somebody else pop up. You ready to pop in here? And I do see who that is. Yes, uh, we do now have, of course, coming. You ready to come in on the line here? Uh, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer, also known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles, also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio, and of course you're thinking about that classic six, classic 60 sitcom Happy Days. You got to think about that one of the central characters that did something very unique, something very special uh, indeed. Um, and I, before I bring him in, and let's go ahead and first, bring him off since I was already introducing him here. And he went a little side, I do believe, just like this. Let's get ready to suck it. Okay, uh, no, no, I'm not going to go there tonight.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And also, Jeremy Lewis here on the line here, ladies and gentlemen. He is the Sultan of Sacramento, uh, the Friday Night Delight, if you will. He is, of course, one third of the of the. Uh, <clears throat> Lucha US, uh, A US World Trios Champions along with the Black Widow and the Empress uh, and marie Rickenbach, also one half of the OWN US Tag Team Champions along with the Iceman right here, Jared DiGirolamo, of course, the man who is not afraid to also, of course, speak his mind about everything going on here in the world of wrestling. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, now I'm coming to you, ready to come in on the line here, as I said, Haley from Sacramento, California. Here he is, of course, the one, yes, uh, the only, uh, yes, indeed. And shall I say it again? Dare, dare. Danny from Oak Park.
2: Hey, how's it going, guys?
0: All right, Uh, maybe Danny, got myself. You got JD, and you got Fonzie here with you here tonight. We do welcome you, sir, here indeed. Uh, (coughs) uh, Before, (laughs) I've a to say here tonight, but before we do so here, I would like to go ahead. Let's go ahead and take care of a little piece of business right here. As you know, of course, every Thursday night, the guys here leave their thoughts as to what took place, of course, the following the Wednesday night before for, of course, AEW and, and NXT. But, of course, uh, one person did not get a chance to do that last night, and he's going to go ahead and take care of that here right now. So I will go ahead and pose the question to him. I will ask him, are you cooled off and are you warmed up?
1: J.D. Ready to go, and I can tell you right now, I can just tell you real quick how we know that Drew McIntyre will be the guest on WWE Backstage this Tuesday. We also know that next week we will have the Dirt Sheet return, the return of Daniel Bryan, and yes, the Firefly Funhouse are also returning next week near Danny's Neck of the Woods in nearby San Jose, however, at the Shark Tank. Here,
0: JD, and now let's go ahead and we'll You, you we to do it, get, do it for you, style here, JD. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the nice man, Jared D Gerardo, Of course, not afraid to let it all, to say it all about how he feels about everything that goes on on TV each and every week. And of course, AEW and NXT does not escape his grasp, ladies and gentlemen. Captain America's shield will of course uh cr- crumple up like a lo- like an aluminum can. The Hulk's hands will become. Uh, old and withery once he, once he hear the words that comes from the Iceman right here. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm referring to, of course, the AEW NXT edition here of the award-winning, ladies and gentlemen, and, of course, Jared DiGiromo with the, WCW, the WCWS Icebreaker.
1: A few days after the Royal Rumble and the countdown to Tampa begins, and, of course, we will start off, of course, with NXT which is coming off, of course, when Worlds Collide They there, back in Full Sail University, if you will, however, shall we say. And, of course, this week was a very interesting night of action at Full Sail. And you're asking, how interesting was it? Well, let's take a look. We had Finn Balor take on Trent Seven, and Trent Seven get almost uh, jammed with his throat, if you will, at the hands of the so-called Demon King Slayer, if you will, Finn Balor who showed no remorse and no compassion whatsoever to Trent Seven, if you will, as he basically beat him in our opening contest of the evening. Then, of course, believe it or not, we had Shanti Blackheart taking on Diana Peruso, if you will, which was not that bad. It was interesting, let's just say. It was rather very interesting. Of course, we saw what happened there, however, And that is Shotzi end up picking up the win, however, mind you. Then Keith Lee came down, however, and then Damian Priest made his impact, followed by Dominic Djokovic. Which leads us to an impromptu match, Damian Priest versus Dominic Djokovic. Djokovic ends up beating Damian Priest, however, and now is sent a message to the new North American champion, Keith Lee, saying that I'm coming for your newly won North American title, and I don't care if I have to bulldoze you to do so, however. You can bet those two are going to be hard-hitting and smashing each other with anything but the kitchen sink, however, and those two get it on two weeks from Sunday in Portland, which, by the way, we will talk about in a couple weeks on Raw Radio. Then, of course, we had the contract signing, if you will, however. Adam Cole was wondering who his next challenger would be, however, and it turned out to be the person we did not think we would see him get back in the title scene so fast and so quickly. But, alas, he is back. And he is sending a message to the captain and the leader of the Undisputed Era, where right now things are not undisputed and sitting on top of the mountain as high as can be. Yes, they have the tag titles. Yes, they at one time had the North American title and all the gold in the world. But right now it's starting to melt away under the hot, hot, hot sun, if you will, and melt away also with the ice, if you will. Who am I talking about? Adam Cole, baby. He better be ready because Chiapas coming for him now and taking that NXT title that was once his property around his waist, back around his shoulders and also around his waist in Portland. The question is, is he going to be able to do that and will he be able to do that? We'll have to wait and see. Then, of course, we have two girls who have not seen eye-to-eye since War Games in Chicago. I'm talking about, of course, Dakota Kai, the Bailey wannabe, and Tegan Knox. Tegan, of course, ends up beating Dakota Kai and getting retribution on, of course, uh, Dakota Kai, if you will, however. Then, of course, we see Chelsea Green take on Caden Carter. Chelsea Green, of course, the girlfriend, of course, of Zach Ryder, who's trained in camp by Lance Storm, and, of course, and her new associate, Robert Stoon, formerly Robert Lee, ends up getting a little too smug and too cocky, if you will, no pun intended. And it backfired, however, as she thought she was going to have an easy time with Kaden Carter, and it turned out to be all for naught. Kaden Carter pulled off the mild upset, however, and showed Chelsea Green, how, if you're going to make it in the big girl league, however, and in the next level, you better shut your mouth and shut your pie hole while you can't. Shut your mouth and also learn how to keep quiet instead of running your yap all the time, however, that you've been doing as of late and celebrating that you think you're the greatest team coming into NXT in a long while. Of course, the question is now, talking about Tegan and Dakota Kaihauer, where do they go from here? Do they go something with Kansas Array possibly involving possibly maybe Tegan in Kansas? It's possible. You never know. We'll have to wait and see. But let's get to the main event. The bros awaits Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, of course, who I cannot stand with his bro thing all the time. Of course, the big tough guy, Pete Dunne, taking on in the GYF. Zach Gibson and James Drake in the semis. Or should I say, the final the Dusty Tournament. And surprise, surprise, Pete Dunne and Matt will pull off the upset. But now they've got a big challenge awaiting them. Now that they are the best tag team in NXT, the question is, can they take it one step above that and beat Fish and O'Reilly in Portland and have all, everything handed to them, or should I say given to them, by William Regal, by Triple H, and the whole NXT office? We're going to see in a couple of weeks how good they're going to be, because they got a big challenge awaiting them with the Undisputed Era. That being said, this was a pretty decent show, i got to say. It wasn't too bad. It had its moments, I will say. The best match, obviously, was the main event, but the worst one, or the not-so-entertaining one, if you want to call it that, However, maybe, however... You the shotzi blackheart Diana Peruso match, even though this is the first time I've seen Shotzi in one-on-one competition against the former tough-enough winner, Deana, it was a uh, short match However, It only went three, near three and a half minutes long. Also, the other match that was interesting and kind of a short hour, which was kind of stupid if you ask me, was the whole Damian Priest-Dominik-Drykovic affair. They could have gone seven, eight minutes with this. And today, they only go five minutes with this. But like I said... So I and Keithley. you are going to have one hell of a match, I feel, and it might be one of the more underrated matches to keep an eye on coming up in two weeks in Portland to take over. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But like I said, the two matches that really were interesting on the night was Finn Balor and Trent Seven. As we said, however, Finn Balor is once again showing, however, he doesn't care about anyone and anything, however, as long as he gets the job done, and he did do that, even though, however, he did rough up Trent Seven quite a bit a little bit, if you will, Here in this one, I'm surprised Tyler Bate was not chosen here. But I do think that next week we'll see Finn and Tyler Bate maybe prior to Finn and Gargano in Portland. Now, from Full Sail, we go up to the Mistake by the Lake, as we call it, Cleveland, Ohio. And yes, Dynamite was back in the states, Howard, back on North American shores once again, ladies and gentlemen. It was a very interesting night, however, if you will. We saw, of course... The feud between, if you will, however, Ambrose and, of course, Jericho, the champion, with Santana Ortiz, proud and powerful, and, of course, his boyfriend, Jake Hagar, the Donald Trump, Taffy Duck lover, if you will, however, in his corner, and a bunch of other people. But, of course, by the end of the night, we would see what would happen involving the two of them, involving Jericho and the champion, a.k.a. Ambrose, aka Moxley, and the champion. Our first match of the night was an interesting one, shall we say. Of course, it was the Young Bucks taking on the Butcher in the Blade with the Bunny. And yes, the Young Bucks, of course, came up with a pretty good win against the Butcher and the Blade, despite the fact that the Bunny was offered by MJF, moron jackass fool, as I like to call him, uh, moron jagoff um, effer, if you will, however, or fool. I'm going to say fool, but I'm going to say effer because he's an effer too thinking he could have pulled a fast one on the Bucks after the Bucks had a little fun with him last week on the ship of Jericho. How'd that work out for you, MJF? How'd that work out for your boy, Wardlow? We'll see what happens, however, in the next few weeks, Howard. But we know that this week, in Dynamite, Howard, in Birmingham, we're going to see Cody get lashed 10 times by MJF as part of the stipulation he had to give in to as far as MJF, which I'm going to cringe at watching that, to say the least. And you know that MJF, being the cocky piece of arrogant shit that he is, the Miz wannabe, is going to probably do something else, too, just to irk and get under Cody's chain. Yeah, keep playing your little games, MJF. Keep wearing your t shirt saying, I banged Dallas Cesar, and I'm the greatest thing in AEW because I have an AEW championship ring, and I have my boyfriend, Warlow, how I watch my back. Wave. Well, guess what? Come in a few weeks, hopefully, Cody will teach your little boyfriend, Warlow, a lesson in the cage in Atlanta, and then he's going to rip your face off and spit down your throat and basically... Use your head as a basketball and dunk it right through the hoop, however, no pun intended, in Chicago. When he basically kicks your sorry ass all over the arena in Chicago and punt your face into Lake Michigan at the end of February at Revolution. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Then we go to Nyla Rose taking on Cedric Alexander's girlfriend, uh, However, wife, girlfriend, uh, what have you, Big Swole. And yes, you may all hate Nyla Rose, but you better watch out. Nyla Rose means business, people. I don't care if your name's Riho, I don't care if your name's Chris Dallin, hell, I don't care if your name's Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, let alone Brandy Rhodes or Awesome Kong. <laughs> Nyla Rose means business, people, and she ain't playing around no more. So, a little bit of advice to all the AEW women out there, past and present, even the new ones, even, even Shakura and Hakura Shida, and everyone else in between. Watch out. There's a new girl on the block right now who basically means business. And you may not like her for who she is and what she represents, but she is dangerous as hell. And she is the nasty one, Nyla Rose. So that's her new nickname, I'm giving her. Nasty Nyla Rose, because she is very nasty and can get very mean quickly. Then we have Cody Tick on Kip Sabian, however, with, of course, Penelope, the somewhat full-forward. And yes, folks, Kip and uh, Penelope thought they were going to pull a fast one on the American Nightmare with Arn Anderson, Cody's friend and coach and mentor for so long. By the way, how'd that work out, Kip and Penelope? Tell me, how did that work out for you? Didn't work out well for you, did it? Seems like Joey Janelle pulled a fast one on you and basically made you guys look like jackasses in the process when you tried to basically think you would have a fast one pulled on everyone else, including Cody and Arn. But it backfired, didn't it? Oh yeah, it did. It did. Speaking of fools, let's talk about that arrogant little bitch, Britt Baker now, shall we? DMD, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, the dentist. And once again, she runs down Tony and Jr. and basically insults them. Oh, goody. Let's have a stupid, whiny, little blonde bimbo like Britt Baker run her stupid, horse mouth, Howard, and run down the announce team, however, because she's so upset about the way they address her and how they present her. Cry me a freaking river already, okay? Seriously, cry me a freaking-ass river, Howard, and let Britt Baker sail on the river, Howard, of basically being a whiny, arrogant, little pompous bitch. Sorry, no disrespect here, but seriously, come on. I think it's time for Britt Baker to stop whining and complaining and at least getting to something. I mean, yes, yeah, sure, she has some points. But does she have to take it out on Tony and JR and the whole AEW announcement team, including Excalibur? To answer your question, oh, no. I don't think she does. But she, of course she doesn't give a damn. She's worried about her stupid, little, arrogant, blonde-ass, bimbo-esque, bitch-ass self. Go figure. Then we have the hybrid, Angelico and Jack Evans taking on SCU. Kazarian, Scorpio Sky, and of course their friend, also believe on Scorpio Sky, Kazarian, and Christopher Daniels. Very classy to see the SCU bring out the Kobe jerseys. Very, very classy and very, very touching. I gotta say, and I'm not saying that to be mean, I'm saying that in all honesty. Very, very smart and very good to see that too, guys. Well done. Well done. But then, after SCU defeated the hybrid, who shows up? The idiotic Dark Order, however. And of course, the Dark Order is threatening Christopher Daniels, however, and the rest of SCU. Gee, why don't we look like stupid-ass, freaking moron, god-awful however, from Pulp Fiction 1994 slash 2020? Seriously, what the hell is this shit? I mean, I am tired of seeing the Dark Order on my television every week. These guys are Pulp Fiction Gimp wannabes, and they think, oh, this is going to be a great thing when we bring in someone else like Brody Lee, a.k.a. Luke Harper, or Matt Hardy, or freaking even Ryback, to be our new exalted one. Yeah, like that'll go over really well, and I'm sure everyone's going to be appreciative of that, too. Come on, give me a break. Then, of course, we see Pac announce that next week he's coming for blood against Kenny Omega. But speaking of which, we got some pretty good matches coming up this week on Dynamite, including Moxley versus Ortiz, Britt Baker versus Yuka Sakazaki, which should be entertaining, and of course the big main event, the Elite, the Butcher, and the Blade with the Bunny in that little blonde bimbo alley, taking on the Lucha Brothers, however, and I believe the Hangman and Kenny Omega. This is going to be a great eight-person tag to close the show, and Birmingham is going to be in first treat, however. No pun intended. Then we go to the main event, and the fourth and final match of the evening. The Inner Circle, Jericho Ortiz and Darby, Ortiz, excuse me, taking on the private party of Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Queen, and yes, the two-faced Riddler, A.K. himself, the very strange and very fun-loving skateboarding man himself, the Danger One himself, however, none other than the somewhat, uh, um, no, he's not dumb, but I'm going to say he is a very destructive, let's just say, and that's his new nickname, I'm giving him here also tonight. But yes, I'm talking about the destructive one, Darby Allen. And this was pretty good. Like I say, this was pretty damn good. Not bad. In the end, unfortunately, the inner circle, Howard and, of course, Jake Hager, once again, find a way, along with a Spanish goddess, as I say, the Spanish shithead, god-awful little, uh... What's another good G word? Uh, Goat, because he acts like a goat, neighing at the uh, feet of Jericho. Yes, I'm talking about Sammy, Sammy Guevara. And of course his little boyfriend, Daffy Duck himself, who still hasn't shown a set of balls to get in the ring yet. And that's Jake Hager. But yes, all in all, Dynamite was pretty damn good. It wasn't bad. I liked the ending. I thought the beginning was a little choppy. And I thought the only other match that was pretty good on the night, however, was actually however the um there was another match I liked. How the main event was good. And uh the opening match was okay. But the main event I liked more. So yeah, Dynamite again wants to get it pretty well this week. I mean they could have done better with some other things, but we'll see what happens next week. All in all, once again AEW how things NXT. Although NXT did pretty well, however, with their first and last match of the night, whereas they were pretty much even in the main event. NXT hedged them just a bit, I'd say a good bit, however, on the opening match with Finn and Trent Seven. You may agree, you may all disagree. Again, opinions vary, guys. Opinions vary. But at the end, once again, we are not the losers here. We're only the winners. And we continue to enjoy what Wednesday nights are like on both Dynamite and USA. So with that said, we close this chapter out this week and say in another somewhat... A good, noble effort by both shows, and we'll see what they bring to the ring next week, especially with takeover coming up just around the corner in Revolution. But before we get to that, before we get to that, we can now say Roman Reigns, however, mind you, however, basically, however, like I said, however, and his boys, definitely, however, let's just say, however, Picked up a pool of dog food and poured it onto Corbett. So now finally that little cock stain himself finally got what was coming to him all along. As the Usos and Roman Reigns pick up the win in the main event. But overall, SmackDown tonight, except for one title change, really wasn't that great again. The only match that was good was the opener. You had five matches on this show in Tulsa. The main event went close to ten minutes, but the worst match of the night... Might have been this Alexa, Nikki, Cross, Mandy, Sonia developing. What are they trying to do there? Somebody please tell me in my god awful mind right now, unless they don't have a clue. What are they trying to do here? I don't get it. Danny maybe can answer that for me. Maybe Fonzie could too. I don't. Somebody, anybody. Oh, and I'm looking at a picture right now. This is beautiful. In fact, I want to send this picture to you guys right now. There's a picture of the Usos in a, in a selfie with Corby covered in dogwood. This is so beautiful. This is absolutely freaking beautiful. I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: So there you uh, go. Thank you. All right. JD on, JD on fire tonight. Indeed, of course, we have JD of course, your AEW NXT icebreaker. Of course, a, a little bit a day later than normal, but that's okay. Because, like I said, we always will make sure that you're up to date with everything. As far as our opinions go here of everything that takes place here in the world of professional wrestling, uh, d- ladies and gentlemen, I did happen to notice during JD's uh, discussion uh, discussion points here, uh, the heartbreak kid bonzi suddenly stepped away. I'm not sure if he had any uh had anything going on or if he had to take a phone call or something. But hopefully he'll be back on here in just a few moments. In the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, <clears throat> we now, like I said, still have Danny from Up Parker. We thank Danny for. Hanging here and hanging here with us here. I know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that, of course, um, especially, in, and Danny, forgive me for, of course, saying so here indeed, sir. We, have, of course, one big thing has pretty much dominated the whole scene, of course, out there in California. I don't want to go any more details because we already, I think the whole world knows what it is. I mean, point blank. Uh, but, of course, I know you, have, you do have a lot, you do have other things you have to say. Uh, so I'm sure JD's got his his uh, of course as always has his drink ready to go. I have JD, uh, of course, go. all set to go here. Um, and Danny, and of course, like I said, I know you have a whole lot to of course uh, address here. Of course, I'm sure not just in wrestling but in other topics as well as I just mentioned before. So Danny, my man, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and swing things over here to you to go ahead and and, and get what. Uh, uh, get get everything, of course, off your chest here. Of course, as to what's been going on in wrestling and other topics of interest, of course, here with on Seven Eighty Seven Revolution. Of course, Danny, we now we give you the floor, sir, to of course uh, uh, to let us know what it, what what's your take on everything going on here in recent memory. So please uh, take her away, there, Danny.
2: Thank you very much, Chad, um, JD, Fonzie, WCW, US Nation. Um, Revolution Radio. Um, Excuse me. Um, Yeah, um, the thing really overtaking all the news this week um, is, of course, the death of um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter, along with, uh, I think it was seven others. Yes. Um, A very uh, horrific uh, helicopter crash um, down in Southern California this past Sunday. Um the night after uh LeBron James passed him uh to take uh third for the overall uh all time NBA scores um and it it's been very hard you know because i I, I am a I love basketball and I remember uh being here for. That great rivalry back in the early 2000s, and just you know, seeing people taking sides and and seeing the pride we had, and we were finally at an elite level. Um, and it was, and I've been telling Kings fans this all week. All week um, do you know why those 2002 Kings were so awesome? It's because we had awesome opponents like the Los Angeles Lakers. Iron sharpens iron. And that brought some of the best basketball that this world's ever seen. Um, it, it was, you know, to lose a, a rival that great is just beyond words, you know. Um, I mean, every day, everything that this guy did, he worked so hard. He worked harder than anybody. That's why he was so awesome. Nobody was going to outwork him. And he showed that in everything he did. I mean, he, his first tryout, he won himself, you know, making a movie or something like that. He won an Oscar. That's phenomenal. That, that can't, that, that's greatness that can't be replicated. And he put in all that hard work and, you know, and he showed why the world respects him so much. Um, no matter whether you loved him on the court, or hated him, You know, that that didn't matter. You know, what he did off the court um, was, you know, he he just was just so hardworking. And, you know, it's affected, you know, not only basketball fans but the world, you know. Um, But, you know, it was really hard to try to get into the Rumble try to take take up my mind off of it for a little bit, because um, I, I was at work that day, uh, last Sunday, um, Have a crew with me, and we are you know, getting things done. I've been working hard as hell to get my place ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday, um, and, you know, we were already talking a little bit of basketball, and I was like, yeah, I watched that Lakers game, and, you know, LeBron passed Kobe, and then before I can even think, Um, My manager saw on her phone that, you know, what had happened, happened. And and then one of my cooks, same thing. Um, And then maybe it was about an hour later where every single TV uh, broke the the story. And the, the sound was on for the TVs and, you know, and then everybody knew, you know. So, it was really hard, you know, coming off of work on Sunday, and then, you know, I'm I'm getting my, you know, I'm just coming off a great NXT, uh, when worlds collide, that was awesome, on top of the basketball game, um, and then, have to come home to this, you know, and, you know, just try to stay up to date with everything, but then at the same time, you know, I'm trying to focus on the Rumble, I'm trying to you know, at least take my mind off of it, and, um, it was, you know, just letting all the information come in, you know, just let them do their job, and, um, so with that, um, you know, the Royal Rumble, one of the great, you know, the old school pay-per-views, and, um, I have to say, though, um, I really enjoyed uh, that Roman versus Corbin Falls Count Anywhere. That was a really hard hitting fight. They utilized the false Count Anywhere stipulation really well, um, and then you know to have the finish on the dugout um, was you know you got you got to use you know you got to use that you know and utilize the you know your surroundings, and they did that really good. So, you know, hey, my hat, my hat's off to uh, both those guys uh, and the Usos and, you know, Root and Ziggler. They did their spots really well. Um, so, yeah, it's a great way to uh, open it up. Um, um, congratu- you know, I got to say congratulations to Charlotte, whether you like it or not. You know, it is what it is. You know, I would have had Shayna go over, but I don't know. Let's see what they got going for Mania. Um And then, of course, uh, Drew McIntyre, you know, getting it done. It was really a tale of two uh, rumbles um, in that match. One was uh, Brock Lesnar dominating. Pretty much everybody he he tossed out didn't even matter in the grand scheme. You know, these weren't guys that were going to win. So, yeah, they had no shot of winning. So, okay, let's get through those. And then once Drew came in, that was that was where everything switched and then big old Claymore to box big old face and over the top ropes he goes and so we don't have to worry about that. So he he, he will be defending at Mania so he, you know, he kinda dug his own hole on that one. You know, if he thinks that he was just gonna go in there and dominate, no, nah, nah, it was different plans about so and then of course, um you know everybody was scared that Roman was going to win, you know, and ruin Drew's chance. But thank God that was not to be. Um, but uh, the biggest surprise, the biggest story coming out of this Royal Rumble, is the return of Edge. Um, the rumors were flying around, and you know nothing was confirmed. Oh, he's you know, why would you confirm it, you know? And then once once uh, Ultra Bridge hit, and you know that that was a great pop. You know, that, that, that was, that made the whole pay-per-view worth watching just right there. And he had a, except for, uh, the production team and the truck, you know, his first spear in 11 years and, oh, they're cutting to the crowd. But other than that, you know, it, it, his return turned out well, you know, um, and it was very nice to see him back and. Hearing he signed a three-year contract, um, he's going to get the Brock treatment. He he deserves the Brock treatment, you know. He doesn't have to be on the road, you know, all throughout the year. And, no, he, use him sparingly. Use him importantly. You know, that that's how – and just be careful with him, you know. Don't be putting him in no damn ladder matches that he doesn't need to be or anything, and you'll be just fine which transitions over to um, the end of Raw, Um, Randy Orton is a bastard. Okay, Pac, um, your bastarding uh, services are no longer needed. Thanks for coming because I think Randy Orton's got this on lock. And um, Randy Orton getting tossed by Edge in the Royal Rumble, so okay, he's got a case. You know, he's got a reason why, so um and he he tore edge a new one. Yeah. RKO, you know, and and then flattened him out with those chairs and that was that and then Beth Phoenix on uh NXT at the beginning there, um, she was pissed. But you know, like she did her job and you know, you can't ask for anything more from her, Yeah. Um uh, it was nice seeing her back in the rumble. Um, um, and uh, somebody's Auntie Joan, I mean Mighty Molly. <laughs> so, you know, good surprise there. Um, my my one real letdown though was Santina. Really? There wasn't any other chick that you can scrape up from catering to to get in there and, and for number twenty nine. I would have taken Billy Kay. I would have taken uh, Medusa coming back, somebody else, but no, that we don't, we didn't need that. Um, and it was kind of nice to see MVP back in the in WWE for. I don't think he's going to be around, um, especially the way he took that six one nine on Monday. Yeah, that, that wasn't not, that wasn't pretty. Um, yeah. But Edge, you know, I mean, Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. Um, So but um, we do have one confirmed match for WrestleMania. um, That's Drew versus Brock. So, okay, we're setting it up now. We are on, show us that you're on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, I think it's uh, all but set Um, Randy Orton versus Edge. That better not happen. No, that does not happen in Saudi Arabia. This is too damn good to happen in Saudi Arabia. You save that shit for WrestleMania. Uh, if you want to have Edge have a warm-up match or whatever in Saudi Arabia so bad, then give him somebody else. But you save this for uh, WrestleMania because that, that's a money match right there. That has personal written all over it. The story's basically right in itself. Yeah. So there's no way they can fuck this up. And they better not because this is going to be good. And hopefully they got some, you know, hopefully they're back there. They're planning, you know, that's what they got to be doing, man. Okay, you got to go to, what is it, uh, the 27th of February. You got the Super Saudi Suck Blood Money Show. Let's see what kind of controversies and jacked-up stories come out of that one because they don't go to uh, Saudi Arabia unscathed. Yeah, you know, there's a track record now, and then, you know, two days after that is the first AEW pay per view of the year, Revolution. So that's that's a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I mean that was pretty much wrestling that's going to be on every day that week. So yeah,
1: because it, it, I mean, it's going to be wild. Um, yeah, because
2: you are to yeah. SmackDown
1: that Friday in Boston, and then you go to Chicago that Saturday night. However, for Revolution, it's going to be. Yeah, nothing. Then you come back from like I said, Saudi Arabia twenty four hours after the Boston show and like I said, first week of March is giving be that's too because I mean March second you're in Brooklyn. March sixth you're in Buffalo and then March eight and nine you got the chamber at Philadelphia, March nine you're in DC. So that two and a half week window is yeah. Really open.
2: Yeah, so that's gonna be
1: yeah, that's gonna be a pretty stacked week there. Hopefully,
2: uh we get a good raw out of it. I'm not expecting anything from SmackDown, of course. AEW's got that, their go home show that week. It's just a, the last week of February is going to be pretty big, yeah. And then, okay, yeah, you know, I'm paying my 9.99, and might as well come home from work that day and might as well watch it. Why not? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, here we are. It, it's it's WrestleMania season now, people. Like I keep saying, it's going to be every year. It, it's going to be WrestleMania season before you know it. Yep, and here we are. And it's going to be. It's, we're already getting into the month of February tomorrow. So, um, yeah, it, we've got a couple months. They got a couple months. Build, build it well. They got one job. So, um, with that being said, guys, um, I'm going to get off this phone call here because my battery's almost dead. Um. And I gotta scrape up something to eat because I gotta gotta work tomorrow. Cause uh, I've got tomorrow and then pregame Sunday to whip that place in the the most awesome shape I can get it. It's gonna be it's gonna be packed, packed. <laughs> so um, with that being said, guys, um, I will see you guys next Friday right here on WCW US Revolution Radio, and I will see you guys at ringside.
1: Take
0: All care, right, guys. Have a good
1: weekend, and good luck to the Nairz on
0: Sunday. Yes, indeed. Yep. yep. After, take care there, Danny. We appreciate that, sir. Thank you very much. And, of course, we'll get with Danny here. Uh, we was going to ask him about, of course, who he wanted to challenge from both the NXT and Royal Rumble Prediction title challenges. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> we had not gotten to Michelle and Ann find out about the belts that they want from the royal rumble prediction title challenge so next week we will we will of course pose that question to danny or i will talk to him of course offline and we'll we'll get to we'll get those situated as far as of course the matches are concerned uh but we do thank danny for of course popping on here tonight (coughs) and 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 danny was of course was absolutely correct ladies and gentlemen uh pretty much even uh not in, in response to of course the um, story that's been that's been pretty much dominating the, the week pretty much, other than of course the deal with President Trump. I mean President Trump, <laughs> um, and that is of course the story of course of the of the of course of the untimely passing of basketball great Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Um, you know, pretty much everything and JD, I'm sure you would agree has pretty much taken a back seat. But and you know, but but it has of course good reason. Because this was this was an unexpected situation and of course this was a man that kind of like I said like I said that did a whole lot for so many people not just around his neck of the woods in Los Angeles but of course all around the world and and you you heard you know we, we emphasized that a lot of your talk show hosts of course did their Tributes, of course, I think the Monday or Tuesday afterwards, everybody has, and we did name them off, we said Jimmy Kimmel, we said Jimmy Fallon, which was the the best one of them off, I think was Jimmy Fallon. but Conan O'Brien, Ellen, James Corden, um, Colbert, I think did
1: one, I think James Corden, uh, Stephen Colbert, I think did one. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did a brief one, I think, too.
0: Yeah, Colbert did one, did did it as well. Um, So, but 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 it's like I said, even I even heard tonight that uh this came out ESPN and JD. You may have probably seen this as well. That that I think when the Lakers was going to return to action tonight, I think they were going to drape every single seat at the Staples Center with Kobe's jersey.
1: Yeah, I and I think and they're doing a pregame ceremony tonight. In fact, they're playing tonight. However, right now they – played in the last half hour, yes, and you can imagine, I mean, last night, I know the Clippers played last night, I think they did something similar to that, but tonight, how I do know that they were doing a very special pregame ceremony tonight, however, in fact, they were donning Kobe's jerseys during pregame warm-ups tonight, however, we understand, and uh, you can imagine LeBron was very emotional getting back on the floor tonight, however, but like I said, it's it's been a rough week in L.A., as Danny said, and our thoughts and prayers are
0: with the city of L.A. Absolutely, there, D. Um, and I did also happen to see here uh, several teams all around the country, in the NBA, of course, doing their tributes, and I think some very unique tributes. To yeah, I, did uh, I did
1: see some of that. I didn't see all of it, but I heard about it. Yes, uh,
0: yes I, think the ball, I think the Celtics did one. I believe uh, the Pacers did one. They were bringing back one of their star players. And I think they also did Southern in tribute Zion to Kobe.
1: Zion Williamson did a, did a play similar tonight, How I guess, and behind the backboard and change stands for a layup. I know Kyrie Irving did one tonight, pointing to the sky, Howard, tonight, how in honor of Kobe. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. This was earlier tonight. Uh, I think Zion caught the ball behind the backboard tonight in his game tonight as the Pelicans were taking on uh, the Grizzlies tonight, which the Pelicans won by 28. But, yes, and even, like I said, some of the colleges, however, the last few days, however, have been uh, doing it too in honor of Kobe.
0: But I mean, everybody has been stepping up here in big time, in big time memory, of course, to 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 the legendary Kobe Bryant, and um, you know, it is it is it is truly, like I said, how the how the uh, influence of one man who was well known for being one of the best players in all of sports. Could could make that such an impact? Even, of course, not not just having player,
1: not just player. Uh, one of the best, well, you want to call? I mean, after what happened to him back in the day with the whole rape thing, and even after the rape thing, but one of the best human beings, one of the best fathers, one of the best teammates, brothers, close uh, friends, whatever you want to say. I mean, it was
0: very interesting. Absolutely. And of course, speaking of Danny, of course, I think even his home team, the Kings actually also did something too, I believe. I'm not too much mistaken there. I did read something about that as well. But truly, like I said, a man's man, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, as we've been saying all week long, of course here in WCWS and of course it's been said all around the world, the impact and legacy that Kofi Bryant left will not will never fade away. It will it will remain stronger than ever. And of course, like I said, for those who knew him well, for those who believed in, of course, what he was, what he was trying to achieve, and I think he achieved, like I said, a great deal—not just on the court, but also, like I said, in life as well, on life's court, if you will. And we've been saying that all week as well. But yes, our hearts and minds and our prayers go out to, of course, the family, of course, of the one of the for uh, to the one and only Kobe Bryant, of course. And of course, his his uh, uh, young thirteen-year-old daughter Gianna. Of course, um, uh, of course, as we said, of course, at such a young age, there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's just truthfully, uh, you know, his. Now, I guess that with, with all respect, of course, you know, Kobe, Kobe's Kobe's widow and their remaining two children. Of course, like I said, I'm sure, like I said, that. You know, she has. as I think JD did report it, she has broken her silence since yes, this happened last couple of days. Yes, yes, she has. But like I said, I'm sure that uh, we we all still respect. Like I said, any wishes that you know Miss Bryant has has. I'm sure we'll we'll put we'll we'll continue to, of course, acknowledge and all that. But I'm sure she has acknowledged everyone's. Uh, uh, and thank everyone for their for their thoughts and prayers during this time of this time of healing, this time of mourning. And of course, of course, I'm sure like I said it's just it's just going to be one of those times. that like I said, you're never going to this. This is something that, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that it's, you, that it's kind of hard to recover from. It will take a long time to heal. It'll take a long time to recover. But will it happen? Most certainly. And you know Why? Because I'm sure this is something that someone with the stature that Kobe Bryant was—that's something I'm sure that he would want. Like a lot of people have said many times, when I go, I don't want people to mourn. I want people to celebrate, as they always say. Mm-hmm. And we—we certainly—we certainly will honor that request. We're going to do that there, indeed. But we all—we all, like I said, you know, I think are a lot more wiser. We're a lot more. We're we're, we're 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 we are we are sad yes but we are also a little bit more wiser because of what other the unique example that of course you know kobe kobe shared with it so many people you know and the and the fact that and the fact of what he what he has done of course in, in the public eye for so many people and all that stuff you know he would always want everybody to of course step up and you know and 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 just and do do what you believe in and all that stuff regardless of whatever regardless of whatever what other people think you know it is truthfully he is true it was truthfully like i said regardless if you didn't regardless if you were not a fan of the lakers regardless if you were not a basketball fan i don't think that really makes any difference as long like i said you know you don't you don't have to like basketball to like me in my personal opinion i mean everyone knows who he is regardless of if they knew him for playing basketball or also doing other things or doing other things. But still, like I said, he is true. He will forever will be a man's man. And the good Lord, like I said, will make absolutely certain that of course everyone kind of in a way kind of follows. And if I remember
1: hearing correctly too, I think I had also heard how and they are discussing it right now and I think it's all but official now. and I think it's going to happen this year now. I just don't know when that Kobe will be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame posthumously, and I think we're going to see. Possibly, I would think Vanessa, or maybe who knows, LeBron James may accept his honor.
0: I would, I would, I would say one. It's going to be a hard choice between the two. I would say I would lean mainly towards his wife. I would think so, but I mean, LeBron, of course, on a professional level, I would say you know, yeah, LeBron, absolutely, because and then you stated just a little while ago here, JD. G- If anybody was impacted greatly, you know, outside of Kobe's family about his passing, LeBron James. It was evident. We have seen it. It was as academic. I I think it's one of the two. I mean, I'm not going to play. We're not going to play favorites here. I mean, I don't think it will make any difference. I mean, someone, as long as as it is done and is done the way it should be. I think everybody will appreciate the fact that he's he's going to be in there. And that's how he's going to continue to live on in our hearts. You see, that's how, that, that's how that will happen, in my own personal opinion. But our thoughts and prayers continue to stay with, of course, the families of not only, of course, of Kobe, but also, of course, everyone affected, uh, as we always have been talking about, of course, that the the, the uh, helicopter crash, of course, in took place in Calabasas, California, um, this past Sunday morning. In the, uh one six oh five five six two zero four 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 caller id one three eight zero five five pound uh it is is ten forty p.m eastern time on uh friday january 31st 2020 episode 787 of w revolution mr wws chad Hinshaw, along with the iceman jeremy girolimo here with you we do thank danny from oak park for joining us here earlier tonight uh we did we did for a time have the heartbreak kids ponzi we don't know what happened uh um, we were kind of hoping to have him on, stick around here for a little bit, but unless of course something has unless of course something has happened, I'm not sure I'm not sure if anything else has happened. Uh, but uh, also of course I can report here um, as um, of course we, we did report several folks on our live video feed tonight from wrestling done right. Uh, one of uh, gentlemen off of John, of uh, John's group, John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated, Mr. Anthony Chobot has joined us, as well as of course the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach is also joining us on our live video feed here tonight as well. So we do welcome you as do we welcome you as well there, uh, folks. Thank you very much for joining us here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, uh, let me see. Of course, a member coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, at six o'clock. Don't forget, back of course, at this regular time, WWS Power Hour, as, of course, I'll be bringing you, of course, uh, tomorrow's uh, some wrestling news tidbits, as well as, of course, tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, as well as, of course, a review of what took place here this week here in the radio network. Of course, obviously, we'll be talking about everything from NXT, um, the World's Collide show this past this past Saturday, including, of course, the Royal Rumble and our prediction show then. And also, of course, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, NXT. Uh, also, of course, most most certainly uh, one of the most important uh, uh, topics has been, of course, um, that's been talked about throughout the whole week, of course. And that is, of course, the, unti- the And of course, I should sh- we all I think that this this term this this kind of it here a little bit the untimely passing of, of course, basketball great Kobe Bryant and his daughter, and of course, seven other folks. In a horrific and of course the a horrific helicopter crash well of course we're doing a whole lot the, a whole lot of uh uh pinpoints and discussions here tomorrow at evening at six o'clock of course wWs Power hour uh caller ID one four one three six four pound be sure to join us here for, for that there indeed uh let's see here uh
1: and on Monday we're gonna have a quite a show for you guys how because this Monday, we will be talking about the aftermath of the game in Miami we will talk also A little bit about the upcoming XFL season, how which begins next weekend, ladies and gentlemen, of course, Seattle and D.C. Of course, that will begin at 2 o'clock this next Saturday afternoon, the nation's capital. Of course, we'll also tell you about uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, like I said, our ratings and predictions, of course. Plus, we'll maybe give you some XFL football talk, as we said next week, of course, like I said. Here the games next week, in case you're wondering. Next Saturday it will be the Seattle Dragons taking on the D.C. Defenders, the L.A. Wildcats, and the Houston Roughnecks. That will be on Fox. The Seattle game will be on ABC. While well, on Fox next Sunday, the Tampa Bay Vipers (no pun intended) will be taking on the New York Guardians at MetLife Stadium. While the Seattle or (excuse me) the Dallas Renegades will take on the St. Louis Blackhawks at five o'clock next Sunday afternoon in Dallas. But also, folks, besides the talk of the Super Bowl, but besides the XFL talk and the Raw Reigns talk. We will get you a little set up for also take over Portland. And also with the Oscars a week away, we will talk a little movies for you all, however, possibly, maybe. You never know. However. We'll give you our thoughts about the best actor, actress, supporting actor, however, pitcher, uh, and director. Also, folks, we might have a little twist, however. In fact, maybe next week, I'm thinking, one of the shows we might do next week, however, some of the movies, however, with the Oscars just days away, however, we'll talk about, however, maybe our top 10 movies that never got the credit they deserved. We might talk about that on a future day, but you never know. But next Monday, this Monday, I should say 138744 Pound to John, myself, Fonzie, and Nell, hopefully, along with Mr. W. Simmons, including The Black Widow, Sheldon Dodge, GTS, The Rush In round rush, of us rush, right and Maria at the jML experience the big IQ Jeff Teeters, and' that's the game we'll be there one 3 8, 7, 4, 4 pound 3 p.m the fun begins this week don't you dare miss as we start off February in a big way
0: indeed indeed So thank you very much JD it will be a great it'll be a great show of course here uh, of course this coming Monday of course on WWS raw radio be sure to check it check it out check us out there as well uh, a couple quick plugs, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to go ahead and throw out here at you. Be sure, as always, not to forget to check out Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, ebay.com forward slash STR forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, uh, of course, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. Of course, as always, internet it retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we still have, of course, about 164 items on the store page there for sale including of course member rock and roll memorabilia from kiss and other uh great rock bands of the day including of course also uh classic hot wheels cars men's women's and children's clothing books and other knickknacks also video video games for the psp xbox 360 uh, ps3 and ps4 also of course some dvd titles still of course posted on the page there as well be sure to check it out here uh, one quick note i will mention here folks that we do have of course uh we do have, of, of course, uh, a revamp. Of course, of, of a couple of items, You might notice that there's there's one there's a uh, one there's a cop, copy. Of course, available on that store page of the uh, of course uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, that listing has since been revamped here, ladies and gentlemen, to also include, along with the DVD, ladies and gentlemen, you will also be getting a 12 inch uh, figure of finn from star wars the force awakens with that of course if you purchase that that will come directly with the dvd there as well i be sure to of course check out that as well at on ebay like I said perpetual uniquity. the internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual and also ladies and gentlemen do not forget bulldog dvd sales and variety on facebook facebook facebook.com forward slash forward slash bulldog dvd sales and variety of course remember ladies and gentlemen uh $1 for all DVD, all, for all, all DVDs with one or two DVD, one two discs in each set. $2 for all DVDs and Blu-rays with uh with with uh, with uh, three or four more discs in each set. <clears throat> and also now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, DVDs that there the, are the actual DVDs that are in like your little uh not their original cases there, but they're in the little the little jewel cases, they are 50 cents a piece. So be sure to check that out here today. Of course, like I said, <clears throat> right there. Of course, on 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 our group page on our own Facebook. Also, of course, our special going on with our four disc set of movies starring the one and the only Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is of course The Running Man, Predator, Commando, and Total Recall. Of course, you can that set it's still available for three dollars. Be sure to check it out here today at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, where of course our motto is. We take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. And, of course, guys like the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo right here, as well as, of course, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, among others, of course, can tell you. Of course, all DVDs tip-top shape here. Not a problem with them at all whatsoever. Be sure to check it out here today, of course, the group page, of course, right here on Facebook. Uh, let's see here. Let me see here. Uh Of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will make one special announcement right now. While Of course, I have this on my mind. As J.D., of course, everyone has been pointing out, this coming Sunday is the Super Bowl. I did state this, of course, here coming up sometime after the week of the Super Bowl. We're going to start doing this, and I'm going to be true to this word. Sometime next week between uh, our Revolution and Wolfpack shows, either between next Tuesday and Friday, I will be starting a brand new list, a brand new, of course, uh, um, I will be, of course, starting our, uh, letting everyone know uh, who will be in our, of course, uh, class of 2020 WCWS Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, uh, we are still working on that. Even as we speak, speaking, we hope to have that out. Hopefully we can get it started, like you said, next week. Uh, of course, sometime between next Tuesday and Friday, on um, Revolution and Bulldog will we'll definitely make the announcement here. Indeed, uh, it will of course will include, of course, hopefully, uh, four folks that, of course, are our first-time Hall of Famers, as well as, of course, uh, of course, something uh, a new wing that we started last year, and that is the WWUS Hall of Fame, uh, the WWUS Legacy Hall of Fame. So be sure to check that out here, of course, here uh, this week, sometime between next Tuesday and Friday. On, on either Revolution or Wolfpack, we'll be, be making those announcement as to who the first inductee is. Of course, first off, we're going to start off with, like I said, our newcomers into the Hall of Fame. And then, of course, uh, during one one uh, episode, we're going to announce at one time all the ones who are, will be a part of the Class of 2020 Legacy Hall of Fame. We'll definitely keep that up. Uh, keep you up to date with that here sometime Sometime next week, between, like I said, between next Tuesday. And next Friday. So just keep listening on that. And, of course, uh, uh, of course, we've been talking about this all week. Uh, my, we did, of course, give out some – we did give out our scores, our thoughts on the scores for Raw Radio. Uh, but, I, but, of course, ladies and gentlemen, me personally, you know, I may personally may not look at the game myself this weekend. of course, seems how my team is really in a way not involved. But still, I've always been a real big fan of the underdog. So um, of course, even though this team had not won the Super Bowl in years, uh, I would I will give a little I will give of course the Deuce. this go around here to the to the Kansas City Chiefs, and um, it, hopefully, like I said, they'll they'll be it'll be a it'll be a great game here nonetheless. Uh, so we'll definitely be we'll definitely be of course uh, watching out on that game. Of course, hopefully the halftime show. A lot of people will think they're probably going a lot of people will think of course that the halftime show is probably gonna be probably just as good as the game. But we've I've heard that said many, many times over the years. But of course there'll be some great Super Bowl commercials as well, including a couple we talked about this past Wednesday, including of course the one featuring Brian Cranston doing the commercial for Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Of course his rendition of Jack Nelson. Brought-
1: There's one with Alexa involving Helen and Porsche. To Rossi, how, I don't know if that is, they're doing, they're doing one with uh, Bill Murray, and I guess uh, the guy from Groundhog Day, they're going to do a remake of a uh, spoof off of Groundhog Day, so uh, it should be very interesting with some of these ads this week.
0: And also, i got to ask your personal opinion, speaking of speaking of which, of course, as we got, like I said, Groundhog Day coming up, the day of the Super Bowl, J.D., your personal opinion, will the Groundhog see his shadow on Sunday?
1: Well, the thing about retiring him here, too, believe it or not, there's been discussion about it here, which is crazy. Um, I hope not. I mean, there's talk that Phil might be retiring after this year, too, uh, as well, here in Pennsylvania. There's been some serious discussion about that, however. Uh, I hope not, but I would not be surprised. I mean, last year it kind of showed that uh, possibly he didn't see his shadow, but uh, was spring around just the corner, however, I mean, we'll have to wait and see what happens, however. Time will only tell, but I do see, maybe. I say no. I don't think he will uh, be like I said. How,
0: long, but you never know how. Long. Okay. Uh, let me let me ask you. Of course, I, and of course, I did. I did. You did kind of remind me that that is up there in your home state. Where is that close, in proximity to you? Wh where, where is that it's area? About
1: right? two and a half hours north of Pittsburgh. How are it's It's up in like like uh, from Punxsie to Philly. I mean, I can tell you right now. Hold on, I'll pull it up right now. Just give me a minute here. Punxsie okay. to Pittsburgh. Um. It's about, it's about yeah, like I said, it's an hour and 43 minutes apart, however, like I said. It's about 64 miles in the southwest direction. But if you're going PA-28 south, it's about 80 miles, however. So, like I said, um, Punxie Punk- to uh, uh, to State College, it's about two hours away from State College, however. Basically, you go on 80, and then you hit down towards Phillipsburg and Osceola Mills. It's... it's Near Altoona, around that area, however, like I said. So that's what. But the, no, my mistake. If you're going from State College to Punks, that's my mistake. It's sort of like near Brookville, basically. It's up around Brookville area, about 45... A half hour 40, 45... I said near Brookville. So let's see. I'll tell you how far it is to Brookville, PA, from Punks. It is... Uh It is... Yeah, an hour and a half away, however. If you're going... Like I said, on 219, if you go over east of Pittsburgh and then hit 219, however, basically near Indiana. You go up north, however, near Clarion, however, and Franklin, St. Mary's, which is where my mom grew up, actually, around that area, uh, in that area, however, near Franklin, PA. And, like I said, it's about an hour away from Erie and about two hours away from State College. So and it definitely going to be a celebration tomorrow night. Plus, I mean, tomorrow night you're going to find out this year's uh, final recipients to the 2020 Hall of Fame for uh, the NFL. So it's going to be a very interesting uh, weekend, to say the least.
0: Oh, absolutely indeed. Um, I did actually was reading a story. I saw a story down here in local here today. That we actually have our own that we that I think we also have our down here in North Carolina. I think we do have a version of of of, of, of course, uh Punksy Phil down here. Uh, I believe they call him Sir Walter Wally. W-A-L-L. Sir Walter Wally, hmm. nice. Yeah. Uh they actually did some stats and they said that. That uh, I don't know how long that I don't know how long they've had that had him, but apparently they say he's got a pretty good track record, kind of similar to that of of, of the famous Groundhog in Pennsylvania. Uh, um, I think, it's, like I said, like a sixty four percent rating. That's about in terms of ha- I'm having them right, of having the predictions right there. I think uh, so, uh, but. Uh, also now popping in here for just a brief moment here, ladies and gentlemen, I do happen to notice here that uh, uh, okay, uh, John I actually believe it or not had a, as a human suplex machine, John Gross, joined us for a short time on the chat box here. Apparently, he's saying that there's a breaking news alert: a dog has been located at the BOK Center in Oklahoma. Oh, dear God, he's talking about uh, – <laughs> he must be – the dog is revealed to be Barrett Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah, he's coming to oh, dog nice. food tonight, son.
1: Very yeah. nice, son. Very nice. Very
0: nice, indeed, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we know, like I uh,
1: said, next week it's going to be a very interesting show in San Jose. Danny, like, well, second the Dirt Sheet segment, will be returning, however, with Ms. and Morrison, however now that they will be taking on the new day, the Firefly Funhouse will be back. However, even though Brian, Daniel Bryan did not appear tonight, Howard, on the show due to the wealth he suffered at the hands of the fiend, Bray Wyatt, Howard, I guess he was giving the night off. But like I said, how Daniel Bryan was also given the night off, if you will. So a very interesting night in toss But like I said, next week we'll see what happens in San Jose.
0: Oh, absolutely, indeed. And of course, John says he got transferred into a Transferring to a dog 30 minutes and running down the streets, barking and screaming everywhere. Oh, dear God. <laughs> covered in dog food. Man. Why did I get covered in dog food? That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. That is, that is, that is, that is absolutely possible. Very, very Very, very, very nice indeed, John. Uh, we definitely got to bring that up Monday. I, right, John, you got to mention that on Monday. I, I, yeah, I
1: really
0: definitely. I'll definitely mention that on Monday. <laughs> yeah, definitely indeed. Uh uh let me let me let me let me see here uh but yeah i saw that story today that they have a groundhog I, I guess it's based down here in north carolina I, I guess it might be i guess it's in raleigh because the the, huh. the, the groundhog's name is sir i think it's in raleigh i'm not sure but it's called sir walter Wallet. W A L L Y. and it's supposed to be the huh, same and i'll be right as, back as, so, okay jd thank you very much uh, uh, but, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as, as we, of course, said here, be sure to, of course, to, to check out, of course, all of our groups on,
2: <laughs>
0: and, and, of course, and i John, I'll read that in just a second. Thank you very much, John, but I'll read that in just a second. Uh, be sure to check, to check out all of our groups, of course, here on Facebook, of course, everything, all of our tribute groups, and, of course, all our ones, including WSWS Universe. Revolution Radio Legacy Nitro Thunder. Uh, also, of course, all our tribute groups, everything from Impact US, AWAUS, US, US OWNUS, DXUS, um, WWF US, and, and everybody there in between here. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, so be sure to check all that out on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Also be sure to check out go to talkshoe.com. Pull up all of our shows under the WWUS Radio Network Umbrella and you'll find all the past episodes, of course, of Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate. Uh, Of course, episodes that we've had on there since 2015. You can go back and listen to some classic stuff there, indeed. (coughs) John says, this breaking news alert is being brought to you. I think, John, I think it's Alpo, not Alpo. I think it's Alpo. Act actually, This breaking news alert is being brought to you by Alpo, the official dog food that Baron Corbin now loves. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well said, John. <laughs> yeah. and, and also, John has given us a out of congratulations to the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman, for picking up his first singles belt the IC Championship. Yes, yeah. uh, well-deserved to brawl there indeed. Uh, well, actually, he did have one of the tag belts for a short time. He did. But, this is, for, this, but this is for a singles belt, right? The IC belt would be his first singles. Uh, And, of course, yeah, John says about dang time he got his first singles title. John, I agree. He's long overdue for that. Long, long overdue. The man is – I mean, he's almost had the big belt, what, two or three times already? So, I mean, there you go. But, of course, like I said, uh, uh, monumental there indeed. Of course, Braun coming up a very – almost also another dominating – uh, Night for him, of course, if they're in the Rumble match here. Uh, and John says he does feel sorry for anyone who would take that belt from Braun. I would, too. Yeah, I would, I would mm. too. And John says, not. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so Okay, uh, well, but like I said, uh, but anyone, like I said, I would love to see, of course, if board doesn't has a rematch with him, uh, that match won't last very long now. Nah, it won't. No, it won't. Trust me. Uh, uh, of course, I actually... Well, I'm John, John thinking that maybe Sheamus might be the one to do it. Now That wouldn't be a bad match, if you think about it. Braun and Sheamus.
1: See, this is what Corbin's hearing right
0: now. <laughs> and also John is saying here that this is interesting John is saying you know this would that would make a good match John Sheamus versus braun for, at WrestleMania for the IC title that right there should that would be a good match I would love to see that match. Because John said, if you think about it, Sheamus has won all the titles except the Intercontinental title, I'm surprised he hasn't won the IC title either. As long as he's been around. Okay, I'm back. Okay, yeah, but John met up a very interesting point that if one if anyone did try to try to take that belt off of Braun, John's thinking it's Sheamus. Yeah, big time. Uh, yeah. But also John is also predicting that maybe who knows they might even do that at WrestleMania. You never know. We'll see. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, they they need some good profile matches. Uh-huh. But 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 one thing, John, let me ask you while you're on here, John, let me ask your opinion about this. This is a story I actually brought up with J D before we went on the air tonight. And I gotta ask your opinion about this. That apparently, as you know, John, I'm sure you've I've heard this like with J D, that you have often heard Vince McMahon seen the praises of, of Drew McIntyre over the years. But but, my, but here's the thing. is a story that came out, and I posted it on the Revolution Radio Facebook page earlier, John. You can go back and read the story. But I got to ask your opinion. Apparently, Vince McMahon is not highly in favor of that match being the main event. He's actually pushing to have a match, a the, uh, the title match between The Fiend and Roman Reigns. What's your what what what's your what's your story what's your take on that? And John is pretty much saying it is he, John is pretty much saying that um, that 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 Drew versus Brock will be the main event. I mean Paul Heyman seems to be in faith. Paul Heyman seems to be in excellent favor for this match to go down like that. I mean, even Heyman's saying that Drew deserves it. Yep. And John says, and John says, Vince, it's just simply fake news. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's something fake on Vince. All right, John, I don't know. We don't know what it is, but there's always, there's always something fake on uh, Vince right there. Yeah, indeed. Uh, (coughs) (coughs) But, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, of course, it, it will be, of course, a... So we do know so far, the, the, the only one I think so far, J.D., from what we're hearing now, I just want to make sure I have this correct, that as, as of right now, we know that at WrestleMania, it will be Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar from WWE title. That match is confirmed for the show. Now, have you heard of anything else that has been confirmed to your we Your have
1: not, we have not as of now we have not but like Danny said we could hear Randy and Edge however we could hear a couple other matches in the next couple of weeks however we'll have to wait and see I mean I'm sure we'll find out in the weeks um like I said I mean as I mean WrestleMania as of now February 1st is I'm not sure how many days away we are from WrestleMania let me check right now. Probably about, about two months maybe. No I'm sorry yeah
0: probably, about, probably after tomorrow probably about two months maybe I don't
1: know. uh let's see it is right now 64 days
0: so we so yeah so a little more than two months so. I mean I feel that 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 match should be that match should that match should be etched in stone for this if they yep. want to have a show they want that show to go off on a the hitch they got to do something I mean why not yep. so I mean John says, Now, John says his question is, will Brock defend the belt at either the show in Saudi Arabia or the Elimination Chamber?
1: To answer your question, John, it's a possibility maybe depending on who they get for both shows. I can't see maybe the Chamber in Philly, but I could. Saudi Arabia is up in the air right now because it depends on how much... If he's going to stay at home, How they're not going to pay him and not bring him back to television until maybe the first week of March. You never know.
0: Right. Now, John, he sees that the thing between Orton and Edge could be either a street fight or a non-sanctioned match at WrestleMania. I think it'll be non-sanctioned.
1: I could see non-sanctioned for Mania.
0: I really could. But you never know. But John's also saying... This, and this is John's opinion. He's saying this is not a bad idea, but he's saying why not put Edge and Orton in the main event at WrestleMania? Mm,
1: you could, but I don't think that's going to happen, though.
0: So, I mean, our, our, I mean, I mean, as of right now, it's, it's been back and forth here as saying that everybody's saying that Drew, Drew versus Brock for the WWE title is locked in as the main event. Is it officially, or has this? Or is this just speculation that this is going to be the main event?
1: I would say speculation.
0: I mean, so right now at this point in time, we don't know what the main event is going to be for WrestleMania. Obviously. Right. Hey. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Well, like I said, they got. I think you said they got to. They got to. We get. I said here, they got to do something to bring. To of course, like if they want to have a, a monumental show, only in the way WrestleMania could could be. They've got to put up something pretty darn, pretty darn good, and I don't see any reason why in the world they they wouldn't they wouldn't put McIntyre in the main event here, you know, as he gets his big first great opportunity to go after one of the major championships. I mean, this the, he's all overdue anyway, as we said before, regardless of if the man is a babyface or a heel. Of course, he's been well known as a heel in recent memory, but let me tell you something. That doesn't mean you know the man's not ta- talented, and talented mcintyre has always been a very talented superstar regardless of wherever he's been you know he was in nxt yes he was on impact for a while yes anywhere i'm not sure where else he's been but let me tell you something wherever it is he has been a dominating force there has been no question about it. that's why you know so many years ago you know so many years ago that's why you know Vince. At that point, felt very, very favorably to him, and I'm glad. And I'm sad that they, that, that had, you know, got rid of him at that point in time, because I felt that he was, he was, he was ready back then. I bet you on the verge. Whenever he was there on the verge, in my personal opinion, whenever he was on the verge of, of course getting that opportunity, it was probably when Vince decided to let him go the first go I don't know. <coughs> so, but like I said, this is Drew McIntyre's time. I can't think of a yep. much better team than that, and and, and, and I'm saying shame on them. I'm sure JD, you would agree. Shame on yep. them. If they don't do anything good with him at WrestleMania, and and especially if they don't put this match at the last as, as the last match of the whole show, yep. which that which they should, mm-hmm. not because of Brock, but because of Drew. That's the only reason one. They're going to probably do it because of Brock, but you know, you know darn well that you know darn well that Drew McIntyre is going to be the star of that match there's no doubt about it yes indeed uh John uh John says the dispute between Edge and Orton has probably been bold kind of bold over similar to what it was between Shawn Michaels and Triple H in 2002 it's it's similar it's similar yes it is uh John is saying here of course Uh, He had. We all both have both have a good weekend, and of course, also he's also saying definitely enjoy the Super Bowl. John, you do the same, sir. And we will of course definitely talk at you Monday on uh, Raw Radio. Of course, uh, like I said, of course uh, to bring us everything up to date here with wrestling history, as well as of course your thoughts about everything else that's going on here in the wrestling and sports scene. Now, John says he has to go now because his planet needs him <laughs> okay uh okay, john we thank- get out of here <laughs> hey yeah they yeah they, yeah yeah there you go go, 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 go tim to corbin i think he i think he took a crap in your yard uh <laughs> yeah there you go yeah so there you go uh thank you very much sir john we appreciate that sir thank you very much jd anything else you wish to add sir before we close out for the night and the week. Nope, get so, ready for what should be an
1: action-packed week, as always, and we'll have more to talk about.
0: On that note here, folks, you do thank you very much for joining us here tonight for Episode 787 of Revolution. <coughs> I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jerry Girolamo as well as, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzi, also Danny from Oak Park, and also a visit here from the Human Superplace Machine, John Gross, as well as, of course, Captain Dave Spieler uh the empress Marie rickenbach of course the style stephen kyle as well as many of many of course of of the guys from of course john grosses sports and wrestling incorporated page we thank them for joining us there here as well to give their take on 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 what's well, on our talks and discussions here tonight of course as i said ladies and gentlemen be sure to join us for the u.s power hour tomorrow uh evening at six o'clock one four one three six four pound as we of course review everything going on that went on this past week in the radio network, plus also of course your tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, and we and we were we have I think a very unique birthday tomorrow, and I'm not going to say who it is yet, but I will mention that tomorrow, as well as of course, license like wrestling news tidbits courtesy of 411 you Be sure to join us here for that here as well, as of course Super Bowl weekend of course is in full effect, and of course everybody is going to be locked into watching this weekend's. Super Bowl game, of course, between the San Francisco 49ers or 69ers, whatever you want to call them. And, of course, the underdogs here in this case, the Kansas City Chiefs. I think what well, they said, J.D., since the 60s, they haven't won a Super Bowl trophy at all. 1969, 1969,
1: 70, January 11, 1970. So, like 1969 into 70. Yes, I have the book at home I'm here in my house. I'm reading it right now as we speak.
0: But be like so about, 50, about 50 years they haven't won one. So hopefully they get one in this year so. So, our thought, our, our, of course, like I said, uh, like I said, whomever you're pulling for here is going to be a good game here. Nonetheless, of course, for those who are real big football fans like myself, like JD, like John, Fonzie, and everybody else, we hope, of course, like I said, it is a great game and all that. Of course, hopefully you're just not going to just watch it just from the commercials, but you never know. So we we'll have to wait and see what happens. But of course, enjoy your weekend here, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, we'll be back on here, of course, with WWS Power Hour, like we said, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, 141-364-pound, as well as, of course, WWS this morning, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., of course, 805 pounds as, of course, I'll be bringing you a brief glimpse into Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays, and, of course, some brief wrestling news t- tidbits from 411 Mania as well. Revolution Episode 787 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com where we are, of course, four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other here, folks. We will see you, of course, in the ring. <clears throat> and, of course, I always remember uh, since 2015, of course, your source for everything going on here in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS radio network. Of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, our thoughts and prayers continue to be sent to the send out to California, to of course the family of the legendary basketball player Kobe Bryant. Uh, JD, anything to close us out with this evening?
1: I'm just getting it right now here, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Hours, just a second.
0: Okay. Okay. And of course, like I said, this is as we said, ladies and gentlemen. Since 2015, this is the WCWS radio network. Uh, Give us two minutes, folks, and then J.D. will have your closing theme for tonight's show in place. All right, J.D., please proceed. All
1: right, uh, right, we almost have it here. Uh, A second here, folks. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right, here we go, however. And we are ready to go right now. Here we go. I had it. Hold on a second. There we go. It. He's back. I you know what's going on here. We you know you're trying to each other.
2: No! Oh, please! Brothers and sisters, don't look at each other.
1: I you to West Africa for a reason, Ryan. To separate you and your sister. You're crazy! Oh yeah? What's this? He's my present this year.
0: Uh, oh! Oh Lord, no! Oh gee! <laughs> Your son and I'm in love with your daughter.
1: Ugh. Ryan, is in that box. Um. Unbelievable.
2: We have so much in common because
0: we grew up together.
2: I just want to wake up every morning to the smell of you and Vulgar's Colombian Dark Rose. Will you make me the-
1: <laughs> <laughs> God!
0: Get off of him! I, I love him! Oh, no! No! Yeah, stop it! Stop it! Oh, no. I just want to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, a funny way to end the week, ladies and gentlemen. This is the WWS Radio Network. We'll talk at you this weekend and next week starting with Raw Radio. Take care. God bless and have a tremendous week. Thanks.